here at WAND Radio strive to bring you the very best entertainment the High Academy for the Celestial and the Occult has to offer. The Academy would like to remind our listeners that unicorns and other virtuous beings should enjoy WAND Radio at their own risk. Uh, yeah, the management is not responsible for the continued purity of your unicorn. Thank you. Rupert von Koenig. And I am the Sultan of Starch, the Paragon of Pressed Pants, the Pharaoh of Fabric Softener, Emmett. Oh. I did you did you decide to open up that one hour martinizing place that you were talking about? The who's a what now? One hour martinizing, they're like a dry cleaner. Martinizing? You've never heard of that? A Ricky Martinizing? No, that's because that, you you don't want that many Renditions of Shebang. <laughs> Shebang. <laughs> I uh, I ain't got nothing. I I'm I'm lost. So why why the press pants? Are you are you just using a flat iron more often now or? Uh, no, I, I am I am I am helping out uh, in my new role of dealing with uh, campus events. So we are putting on uh, some special laundry dates where everyone can help and, uh, each other out and get their laundry done because of uh, well, read the school announcement. You'll know. Uh, I do want to say that your party was a rousing success, Emmett. That was, uh, quite a time. Uh, yeah. Um, some, someday someone will have to explain to me what the hell happened. I don't think I know what happened either. I'm not sure. I know there was prodigious use of dancing lights. Yes. Yes, there was. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And thaumaturgy. Yeah. We had Left Shark there. Mm-hmm. Left Shark? Oh, I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was Daddy Shark, but I, I, I maybe I was hearing the wrong thing. Or Land Shark. Land Shark's dead. Wasn't he, from, wasn't he, like, born in the 60s? I suppose. What's the lifespan of a Land Shark? Something, something, Gilderadner. I, 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 yeah. Seven Gilderadners. <laughs> School announcements. The campus laundromat is currently closed due to problems with the bags of folding. Uh, the left socks keep going missing when you're using them. For those of you who don't know, our laundromats have a magic item, courtesy of one of the senior classes, called bags of folding. You place your clothes in them, and your clothes come out perfectly pressed and starched. They seem to be malfunctioning. I, uh... I wonder if that's where that mimic got off to after I chucked the envelope across the studio. How's your finger? Um, well, it's, uh, mostly intact. You, you know that, uh, the Druid School has, uh, discount regeneration on Thursdays. <laughs> Half off. Found limb Fridays. <laughs> <laughs>
Auditions are open Thursday and Friday evening for the Academy's winter production of Portable Goals, an extra planar dramedy about making the best out of a bad situation, achieving your dreams, and finding your way home wherever you are. Written and inspired by real-world events on campus. Is that about that kid that was plane shifted? Well, I mean, if you... Oh, wait, no. This is because someone probably didn't read the instructions for the bag of folding and had a portable hole in their pocket or something. Ah. Oh, that would be really bad. Portable goals. I like that. That's pretty clever. And now I have to explain my joke. Well, I mean... It was not readily apparent. I apologize. That's all right. Oh, uh, uh, Rupert... Yeah. I just wanted to let you know that uh, we had one of the professors over at uh, PFU reach out to us today on, on Twitter. Um, Uh-oh. And uh, said that it would be an honor and pleasure to uh, have you take an astral tour of the campus. And they offer new classes every Friday. An astral tour of the campus. That would be delightful. Yeah. They, wait, wait. They have new classes every Friday? Are they, uh, are they turning students over that quick? Well, uh, I, I, well, uh, this gentleman's name was the Blind Rat, and he is, he, he is the dean of the College of Herbalism and Alchemy. The Blind Rat. You know, um, yeah, the Blind Rat. I think we need to introduce him to our friend Cookie. Oh yeah, I bet he would enjoy Cookie. The Blind Rat meets the Naked Mole Rat. It's, what could go wrong? I don't know, but they said yeah, they could cast a tenth level spell to grant you access to the campus. Tenth level. Sp- this sounds like horseshit. Right. Well, he's he's a professor there. Yeah, but he's a professor of herbology. I mean, come on. Is he using magic mushrooms to fuel these spells? What's going on? Maybe. Well, uh... Magic mushrooms to invent them. Well, uh, uh, Blind Rat, if you are listening, please uh, hit us up again on Twitter and we'll, uh, we'll see if we can't get Rupert to take that astral tour of campus. Yes, and please send us whatever you're smoking. Yeah, I'm open to the idea. I just need to hear more about this whatever supposed 10th level spells. They call it... Like you pour a bowl of Lucky Charms, have 10th level spells. They say they have trans-dimensional spell-casting capabilities. That does sound intriguing. Hmm. I'll check it out. Thank you for the heads up. You're welcome. It just popped up today, so I thought I'd let you know about it. How about our first letter? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yes, let's do that. Dear Wandies, I'm trying to get a new sports league started, but we need a faculty representative. Can you suggest who would be most receptive to the idea of plane hopping? Signed, raring to go, good sport. The dean. The dean is pretty receptive to the idea of plane hopping. Although I think, well, Emmett might be most receptive to plane hopping at this point. Oh, I didn't even think of it. Because he's not a member of the faculty. Uh, well, technically, I mean, I do work for the school now. I I guess I'm not technically a member of the faculty, though. I don't teach nothing. Oh, you're right. Uh, are you are you a sports guy? Are you into sports ball? Um, I meant kinda. There's no there's no description of the sports league. Is it like, like? What if the sports league is plane hopping? Like, what if that's the sport has to do something with the with the good old plane hop? Hmm. I mean, you want, might want to talk to the director of Feywild Feywild Studies. That's fair. You don't want to anger the powers that be in the Feywild. They can be rather capricious. The Dean of Druidcraft might be a better uh, option as well, since they're very used to plane hopping and not just one. 
That's fair. I know that some of the divine colleges um, deal with this as well, uh, banishing people. You know, um, you got a D on your report, banished. You come back after a minute, but you know, whatever. It's more of a symbolic gesture. Yeah. So how about it, Emmett? You're up for some plane hopping. Uh, yeah. I mean, I might look at like Harrison Ford or you know Sly Stallone. Um, you know, they did a lot of plane hopping. John Malkovich. Uh, okay. I was thinking, you know, Cliffhanger and Air Force One, but um, you know, yeah. Con Air, come on. They, they do air-to-air transfer in Con Air. I don't remember that. I was trying to figure it out. No. Well, see, now I'm talking about movies where they did air-to-air transfer. Oh, okay. That's plane hopping. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Sorry. It's been a while since I've seen these movies. I'm sorry. Good lord. All right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no ticket. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'd be interested. Let's, uh, we can go and find out. I'd like to know more about the sport, you know, like, uh, what are the rules? And... Calvin Ball. No, no, no. I don't do no Calvin Ball. All right. Next question? Yeah. Sure. So Emmett is open to the idea, good sport. There we have it. Dear Rupert, do you think we wouldn't find out? Find out what? 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 That's the whole question. Who wrote this in? No signature. What? I don't know. What? What's? What? I need to make a phone call. I'll be right back. Hey. What? What? It's a phone. Don't tell me what's a phone. You do crap on your phone <laughs> all the time, Emmett. Oh, that's ominous. Uh, he's, he's really gone. What, what, why is he gonna wake up? What? No idea. I think we wouldn't find out what. I'm wondering how many different things he has to make phone calls about. I mean, it's not, it's not a matter of what, you know, that he did something. I mean, he did something. Just how many different things did he do? What if his parents found out about his girlfriend and they're not happy? Oh, that's a good one. But his dad seems like he's pretentious enough. He probably would have signed his name. Or something like, we've got your tarantula. Uh, send out the girl uh, or else uh, your tarantula gets it. Oh no, not the tarantula! Susan, not Susan! His name was Susan? Yeah. Do you have like a, a, a like a, a program for this crazy freaking thing? I have no idea. Was that, like episode three? I have an eidetic memory. Well, okay. That was fun. That was a fast phone call. You okay? I'm fine. That does sound fine. Let's move on. Okay. Um, dear Wand, I am the only caster in a family of warriors, and I am constantly being made fun of for being quote-unquote squishy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Could you give me some advice on how to buff up my physical body so that I can finally regain the- so that I can finally gain the respect of my family? Signed, Scrawny Sorcerer. First of all, you take their body standards and you shove them up their- never mind- yeah, I don't. I don't think there's nothing you need to do. Also, you don't want to give up on any of your, uh, you know, your stat increases just so you could uh, appease your family. I mean, that'd be just kind of ridiculous. Well, I did check out a book from the library. Um, I was on a rather long list of people who were edu- eligible to read the book. Um, there's a, uh, a certain tome, and um, I, I must say, I'm rather pleased with the benefits. I'd be more than willing to share it with you. Um, of course, you'd have to wait a hundred years to get the same benefit out of it that I did. I was going to say, it looks like you've been working out. Yeah. You know what? Um, I uh, I think you just need to go out, um, you know, find yourself a, a significant other, 
and and not worry about them. You know, there's lots of people out there who love scrawny people. I mean, I was looking on the website here. I just found a wewizards.com, you know, and um, they, oh, oh, never mind. Don't don't go to that side. Don't do it. Never mind. It's not it's not about tiny casters. <laughs> <laughs> That's, don't go there. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely at wizards only. <laughs> studies and you'll be uh that's about what that website was about you'll be dancing circles around them no cats though well there are a few cougars but perhaps a euphemism for a cat but no strangely enough there wasn't that many because then it would have been a single entendre can't do single gotta do at least a double is that what they put a slice of cheese and then a slice of beef and then a slice of cheese and then a slice of beef no i think that's a double double ah oh fair i prefer mine animal style I bet you do. I prefer mine three by three. I, I, uh, I had a buddy once that did a five by five. Uh, that was sloppy and messy, but uh, he looked pretty happy. At a certain point, they just have to turn it sideways in the box. That's true. But he tackled it. He picked it up with both hands, and uh, he manhandled that that five by five. I would think that it would stain if you got it on your shirt. Is that? Is that why they say five by five? Because it's like, it's the best burger that you can get. It's like, oh, five by five. Everything's good. Because I got this big ass fucking burger. I'm sure. Sure. It's like the, like the time that my friend was trying to explain to me that we were having an orgy because there were more than three people barefoot in our on our room. Uh, no, I think it's six people barefoot. And that was, uh, I thought that was, um. I think it was your sister. It, yeah, it was my sister and, and Professor, uh, um. Professor Heather. Uh, Professor Heather, yeah. Because we had our shoes off. We were only halfway to an orgy. This joke is pro. So, I had a friend, and feel free to cut this joke if he doesn't make it, because it's rather crass. I had a friend named Nick, and Nick, if you're listening, God bless you, who, his nickname in everybody's phone was Thumbknuckle. And I'll tell you why. It's because he didn't know where the line between fingering ended and fisting began. And we all argued it's at the thumb knuckle. (laughs) Why? So he goes, looks at his hand. (laughs) Oh. Oh my. Well, uh, let's go to the outbreak, shall we? Slice of real life.
this is where your butter comes from. What am I doing here? The satiny poop of a celestial unicorn. Beg pardon? Totally creamy, totally cool, and gently aerated straight from a sphincter. Nope, I'm done. I'm not taking a dookie for your commercial, Rupert. Wait, Googly, come back. The power pooper is a legitimate product. It angles your legs for more efficient defecation. And who told you about my buttery poops? They're my magical poops. Go away. The power pooper, the platform for better poos. Are you a hungry college student? Who just doesn't have time to cook because you have too many classes? Yes. Now, with Blue Apron, you don't have to worry about doing your shopping and doing all that obnoxious prep work because you're too busy studying. Yes. If you would like to have fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered straight to your dorm room, yes. please visit nerdsmith.org slash blueapron for $40 off your first two orders. I have found them to be incredibly delicious and extremely helpful in saving me time. And I've ordered a couple of them as well. And the the meals take usually less than an hour to cook, uh, usually between 30 and 40 minutes. Uh, that's including prep time. And all of your necessary ingredients are included in the packs. And all of the packaging materials are either biodegradable or recyclable. And um, this includes the uh, ice packs that come in it. And it's uh, it's all self-contained. It's wonderful. Excellent. Uh, we are a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. We are a family of creators dedicated to bringing the masses free, online, wholesome, well... Wholesome? Wonderful entertainment. Wonderful is good, yeah. And uh, if, you, if you like what we do, we would be grateful if you supported us either by donating or spreading the words to your friend, leaving reviews on iTunes, or if you would like a little bit of support from us and need a message delivered, you can buy a nerd alert by visiting the website and clicking on our nerd alert link and one of us will read your message online uh, on the air. So you could ask Emmett to... Uh, propose to your girlfriend, or you could ask Calliope uh, for an excellent recipe for chocolate chip cookies, because that's the only way you're ever going to get it from her. We take all comers. I, I literally, I'll say pretty much anything for money. Like anything. Like seriously, anything. Monster Crush is, uh, is the new dating site I want to talk about. Uh, it is... No, Monster Crush is a uh, is a very exciting and uh, uh, incredible show. Uh, basically, we have two uh, very amazing people uh, who uh, love one who loves cryptids like um, there ain't nothing else. Like they are the the bee's knees. Uh, they are everything. They know everything there is to know about any cryptid ever. And then on the other hand, we got somebody who knows absolutely nothing about cryptids. Uh, because they're a PhD, or at least working on their PhD, and uh, they obviously have taken all of their brain and only focused on this one thing, so they know everything about that. Uh, so then the cryptid person t- tells the other person about a cryptid or two, and then, uh, and this is the best part, they choose which one they're going to date. And I think that's hilarious. So, so you have to say, like, here's all the facts about the Jersey Devil, and here's all the facts about Sasquatch. Which one would you rather snog? 
Yep. Yes. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. And I think I think when it comes to next uh, next year in March, I think we should have a March Madness bracket. We should have them bust through for our our uh, our thing. Maybe we could do a whole network thing about it and like vote on it and stuff. So this is I'm putting it down right here. That's bonus content for next year. We need to do a March Madness bracket, or maybe just do a March Madness bracket uh, of cryptids we'd want to date for Monster Crush. I heard that there's a, a dating game uh, with cryptids coming to campus pretty soon. Sounds horrifying. Where, well, there's going to be a bunch of uh, uh, cryptids on campus uh, who are interested in dates, and, and we'll, they'll play the dating game. I think Emmett should uh, be a contestant. That's it. We're signing you up. I am. I am. I am. What? Thanks for volunteering. You know what? That seems to be what happens every year anyway, so you can sign me up for whatever the fuck you want. As long as I don't have to wear um, what I wore last year. I mean, fishnets and, uh, and corsets can only go so far. To that Tim Curry. And if you want to know what the heck that's all about, you can go become a subscriber and listen to our bonus content. All right, should we go back to uh, questions? The other night, I was standing on my toilet trying to hang a picture in my bathroom, and I fell and hit my head. Oh, no. (laughs) When I came to, I had an idea for a revolutionary communication method, and I wanted to ask for your input. Oh, no. My idea is to first magically enchant enough birds for everyone on campus to have one. These birds will be enchanted to repeat anything its owner says up to, say, 140 characters. Oh, no. Then anyone can speak a brief message to their bird and release it, where it will fly one lap around campus, shouting its message, and then back to its owner. I think it would be a great way to keep the students up to date on the latest happenings and what their fellow students are thinking. I call it Chirpster. What do you think? Signed, Genius with a Headache. I think... I think Lars Ulrich would have something to say about Chirpster. I love this idea. Try rehanging the painting again. I think that... Your idea, well, great in theory, would cause the campus to be inundated with a lot of bird poop. And a lot of yelling. There's already a lot of yelling. My god, it would just be like that cartoon uh, yelling bird. Over and over and over. I know Rupert knows what I'm talking about with yelling bird. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. Jeff, if you're listening, I love you. (laughs) I love you too, Jeff, if you're listening. Although I do think Robert Zemeckis would have something to say about this as well. Robert Zemeckis, yeah. Because Robert Zemeckis, um, of course, uh, we'll see if... Um, I have no idea what you're talking get, about. What's his name? I can never remember. What's his name? The question. Tom Wilson. Thank you. <laughs> it sounds like an interesting idea, but I'm not a fan of all the yelling. Or the pooping. I also think you might... Want to get that checked out? Sounds like you might have a concussion. Also, we need to make sure that uh, people will not be automatically plane shifted for using Chirpster. Oh, good point. They're not pets. It'd be a service. It'd be a bunch of, like, tools. But uh, 
just in case you start. That's fair. So clockwork birds, maybe. Maybe make them clockwork birds, then there's no pooping. You know, if we do get Tom Wilson to come here and, and say a few words, we just got to make sure we don't ask him the questions. All right, who wants... I, I, uh, who, who wants, um, a snack? I do. I'm always down for a snack. Excellent. Wait, wait, no, no, no. No, 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 we're not in our ad break no more. You say a snack. Are you talking about a magical snack? Or from a magical vessel of some kind? I am saying that I have a peanut butter sandwich and a jar of jam. And the jam should go on the sandwich. Skeptical Emmett is skeptical. The jar of jam might be magical, but the jam itself is not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What kind of jam is it? Watch out, Rupert. It is boysenberry. Oh, I do love a good boysenberry jam. I bet you do. <laughs> Put it on lemon scones. Ah, it's so good. With some clotty cream. <laughs> Yeah, did you say scone? I did. Oh, one second. Oh, lemon scones. I love lemon scone. How? How? I love lemon flavored pastries. You poop out a scone. Fawns poop out scones, so I hope you know that. I do not poop out scones. That's gross. You turn into a koala once a year. Don't tell me pooping out scones is gonna be hard to think about. We just found out that unicorns poop out butter, so don't, don't, no. Rupert. Would you like the scone? I would love a scone, thank you. Would you like some boysenberry jam to go on that scone? Say no. But I want the boysenberry jam. Okay. Your funeral. Where did this magical jar of boysenberry jam come from? Um, from our friend Solani. Our friend Solani. What does she do here at the school? Uh, Solani is a masterful storyteller and works in the library. Sounds like a bard. And, um, do you remember where Silani is from? Yes. Yeah. Does Rupert know where Silani is from? No. Rupert, would you like to know where Silani is from? I would like to know where Silani is from. Silani is from Barovia. Oh. You sure you want some of that nice, juicy-looking boysenberry jam now? Probably made with real boys? It is not made with real boys. It is made with berries. All right, all right. I'll, t- I'll stop teasing. Solani is a very nice, uh, a sweet person. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. I'm opening the gem. Hold on. I got me some Galligator Galligator. Pla- I got me some Galligator plastic back here. I want to put it on real quick. Okay, there we go. It's kind of, it's kind of stuck. I was gonna say you're all swole right now. Come on. Oh, ah, it's a. Uh... It's spreading it on the scone. That's nice. Uh, and and on the peanut butter sandwich. Well, that's good. I get a peanut butter jelly sandwich out of it. And um. Okay, on the desk. Okay, it's just. Does anybody have any more bread? No. Oh, put the lid. Where's the studio <laughs> cat? Put put the lid on it, Rupert. Uh, I can't. It's it's dodging out of the way. Okay. Um. Put, uh, why why is it dancing out of the way? The lid. I'm. <sighs> It's not it's not settling down. <laughs> I told you. Emmett, don't just sit there, help. No, I got my plastic, I'm safe. We could wrap it in the plastic and that way it would spread it all over the inside of the plastic instead of on the desk. Yes, but then my plastic would be gross. 
Isn't the plastic supposed to get gross? You said Gallagher. I, I got a plastic cover for my plastic. What? It's uh, it's getting on the uh, the auto board. Look out! Ah! Oh, no. Okay, it's it's leaving the studio now. It's just leaving a trail of boysenberry jam. Cookie will leave it. Oh no! I bet Cookie gets to it first. Yeah, Cookie will get to it. Okay, it's gone. It's not gone. There's a trail of <laughs> the jaw's gone. It's no longer spreading inside the studio. <laughs> and 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 if. Uh... If the dean sees that jar of peanut butter or jar of boysenberry jam spreading all down the street, she's going to follow it all the way back here. Yeah, we'll tell her Googly opened it. Aren't you supposed to be casters? Why didn't you dispel it? Oh, yeah. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) And prestidigitation all over the booth to get off the boysenberry jam. There. Um, I'm not sure the boysenberry counts as being soiled. It is clearly soiling my, my desk. I don't know if something that's intended to be there is can be considered soiled, though. It wasn't intended to be on the desk. Ah, but the jar did intend it to be there, and you gave power to the jar. I'm going to talk to the dean about getting a wand of disjunction. Gonna put it on your face. <laughs> hey, hey, you just soiled my plastic plastic. Mm-hmm. And your face. Oh, no. I'm sorry, I think I got it on your hat. That ain't funny. That's not funny, Calliope. This is his backup of his backup. No, this is my main hat now. Next question! What happened to the party hat? What? You were wearing a different hat at the party. You wore three of them at once. Well, I mean, yeah, those are party hats. Fair enough. I got hats for parties, I got hats in my main hat, I had my backup, which then I put, now is my main hat, because my main hat is now in space somewhere, and then my backup to the backup became my backup, and now I've got a backup to the backup now. And three party hats. And one sex hat. Your dog, heard you like hats? Wait, you have a sex hat? Don't you? No. Oh, well, you're lost. I can't wear them. Um, no, we, you could. I can't wear hats in general. They make them. No, they make them to the holes in them. They'll do it. I'll make anything you want. It just seems like like it would take so much effort to loop it around the horns. No, no, no. They just cut out the sides, so it just kind of sits on top of them. Interesting. Or, 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 illusionary hat. I'd be alright with this. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So when so when when you're out doing your thing and like you start adventuring and you need to like disguise yourself and you get a hat of disguise, how are you going to wear that? I I don't wear hats of disguise. I can use polymorph. Disguise self as a spell. <sighs> yes, and sorry. All right, last question. Dear? Now, hold on a second. Okay, what about a hat of wizardry? I don't know what that does. Or a helm of brilliance. I bet you're going to want one of those. Or a helm of telepathy. Or a helm of teleportation. I get a circlet. Huh? What are you going to do then? Huh? Mm. Horny fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would beg the DM for <laughs> grace. All right, last question. Dear Calliope, Rupert, and heart, heart eye emoji, Emmett, heart eye emoji, heart. What? I have this really annoying roommate that, one, steals my scotch from my room. Uh, they would die. Two, 
Wait, well, what? Listen, Wait, where are we? I don't see this. Well, listen to a word It's at I the bottom of the second page. About a very incorrect assumption that they made about something I did, and three is generally a rude jerk about to me about damn near everything for no reason. So what if our problem-solving ideals are different? Does the job get done? Yes. Have I saved everyone's asses in some way at least once over just a year since we met? Great big yes. But do I get any respect from my roommates? No. What do I do? In desperation... Feeling stabby. P.S. Tell Emmett his butt is cute. P.P.S. A hat band will work on your other hat. P.P.P.S. Kissy face. Heart. I think this is from Flossie. I think, hold on, I'm putting the clues together. You might want to loosen the band of the hat. Cutting off circulation. You know, um, I mean, as much as uh, I'm very into her and I think things are great, uh, you know, we just still do have some differences. I meant scotch. What? You don't like scotch? Um, no. What? Okay, 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 okay. If you don't like scotch, then what is your liquor of choice? Flossie, we're coming back to your question in a minute. There's more important things right now. Um, what? What? What, what kind of liquor do you like if you don't like scotch? Uh, Kentucky whiskey. Which number? Uh, I don't know. Four? I have not tried those. Those might be good. Anyway, Flossie, you need to speak to the other people on the ship. If you're having problems with them, you need to have open and honest conversations, probably with an independent mediator. Um, I would volunteer my services, but quite frankly, I'm terrified of flying in outer space. I've seen Alien Resurrection. I know how this goes. <laughs> I think, perhaps, Flossie, your skills are being taken a bit for granted, and you need to assert yourself and ask for the recognition that you deserve. Or kill them in the sleep. I wouldn't go that far. I was going to say, jettison. You got, you got those big uh, air thingies you told me about. You, uh, you were thinking about putting your Gideon out of, you know, um, the, the air hole thingies. Just, just you know. Just put them in there. I mean, don't, don't actually put them out, but, you know, put them in there while they're sleeping. They'll start to respect you. Oh, no, there's been a hole breach. What happened to Gideon? Oh, you know, you put them into a suit first, and then you just... Let me learn to float out there for a while. That's not them up. nice. Poor Gideon. Like, I hope you learned. I think Hental might get a little upset if you did, if you did that. Put, put Hental out, too. But both in the same suit. Because I'm wondering if, you know, you could go in the suit and then attach to a lifeline and then do a jump outside of the ship. I wonder what that would do. I mean, they'd probably, f like, float off the ship. If they're, you're jumping. Magnetic loops. Wait, like, go through a new jump point with them outside the ship, but tethered? Yeah, but if you're attached via lifeline. So you're, you're floating out there like a little balloon. So, Emmett, I have a question for you. Oh, boy. All right. So, when you go to visit Flossie, how often do you both prank everybody on the ship by going in and uh, hiding in weird places to do the deed? We don't consider that pranking. That's the break from pranking. Oh. Speaking of which, where did my rolls of duct tape go? Um, I don't know. Like, seriously, we have, like, four rolls of duct tape here. Oh, 
Although, you know, um, I mean, sometimes the deed can be a prank, like, you know, we did it in Gideon's bunk or on the control panel or um, uh, inside of something. I can't remember what it was called. This uh, sort of place we opened, there's a bunch of like like tubes and stuff inside. Like the science lab? I had no idea. No clue. I couldn't tell you. That was like that was like the eighth time that day. It was ridiculous. Oh. Anyway. Good luck, Flossie. We'll talk to you soon. Any messages for Flossie? I admit before we uh, sign off. Keep flying. Come visit him soon. He misses you. Me. No, Rupert, don't put, don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm kidding. I miss you a lot. Please come and visit. Please, I really miss you. Uh, no, please, seriously, come, come back. I miss you. Hello, Father. You told me that it wasn't going to happen, that there wasn't going to be any sort of blowback because of this. And all of a sudden I'm getting these weird, threatening letters when I'm on my radio show. What do you mean it's good for me? Is this only because I haven't come home to visit? This seems rather low. Fine. I'll come home for a holiday. How dare you? In a world that's forgotten the meaning of hero. We're not actually helping that much. It's like a cardboard box. It's all old and kind of ratty. Um, I believe there might be some mistake. I said proctor equipment. Yeah, no, this this is it. Bronze badge, lost and found. Here you go. Hmm. <laughs> When the arrow didn't hit bones, you can reuse it. Reuse the bone? We're looking for a dragon named the Scottish Play. There's only so much that editing can do. <laughs> Is there someone else we can talk to? Nobody quite as cheerful as Robin. You mean they get worse? And more privileged, yes. Don't coast railway, Cal! <laughs> Come to the Stone Coast Railway! Come on, Cal! He seemed excited by the prospect. He was, and then he found out that it devalues the painting, and that kind of broke his heart a little bit. His little heart a little bit. <laughs> yeah, how's that feel? Take that. Bad. <laughs> Talk was that? Oh, no! Was there, was there a joke was, in there, yeah. Kyle? Did no, you wanna, you no wanna, I'm fine. Do you want to take another swing at that one? Shenanigans. An actual play D&D podcast. Available on nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts.